Today on Cranford Radio, I'm pleased to welcome the three new owners of Tap into Cranford. They are Jen Glacken, Rebecca Tantillo, and Karen Demian. Welcome. Hi, Bernie. Thanks for having us. Why don't we start off with a quick introduction of each one of you. Rebecca, why don't we start with you and tell us uh, who you are and, and what you're doing uh, with Tap Into, if you would, please. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us, Bernie. We're really excited to chat with you. Basically, my name is Rebecca Tantillo. I have been a Cranford resident for and combined because I came and left for a little while, just about 16 years, I have raised my family here. I have a daughter who's in college and a son who's still at Cranford High School. I became very involved in the community once my kids got a little bit older, really fell in love with the town. I was fortunate enough to meet Karen Demian right before the pandemic, and we were able to forge a partnership that allowed us to start Flag for Cranford. And we had a lot of success working together. And when this opportunity came to us, we felt like it was something that we could really do something great with. Tap into Cranford obviously can really connect the town in a really positive way, we felt like. Karen and I talked about it for a little while and we felt like there was a missing link and we didn't really know how to proceed. And then we um, knew Jen because she had come to us for interviews for FLAG. We really liked Jen. We had read what Jen has done in the past and we thought if she could take this on with us, we would be thrilled and we'd be in. <laughs> So luckily we were able to convince her. We, you know, we had to hide our type A personalities. And <laughs> we think we did it long enough to get her to agree. And here we are, we're really excited. We're about a month in, but we really have a lot of big plans for it. I think right now we're just getting our feet wet. Karen, how about uh, you? Tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would, please. Sure. So my name's Karen Demian. Um, I actually grew up in Cranford. And right now I am the director of downtown Cranford and I work with all of our local stores uh, within the downtown, uh, working with them on marketing and events, the maintenance of the downtown. So I work um, kind of between the municipality and all of our downtown businesses, just trying to keep things hopping in Cranford and get people to come visit our, our wonderful town. So as Rebecca mentioned, we met prior to the pandemic and we started Flag for Cranford. You know, it was a really great experience and this opportunity came about and um, we're really excited to just you know, showcase our wonderful community. Cranford is really a special place. And, um, you know, it'll be really exciting to highlight some of the great organizations, events, and things going on in town with our community. And Jen, I don't want to say last but least, but <laughs> you are last uh, in this case. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Uh, sure. My name is Jen Glacken. Um, I was born and raised here in Cranford myself, left for a couple of years um, when I got married at first. We just happened to find an apartment somewhere else. And then uh, actually my husband was the one that wanted to move back to Cranford. So here we are. Um, we have two kids. I have a six-year-old daughter who's in first grade and a three-year-old son. So if you hear bangs coming from above me, I apologize, but there's some running around going upstairs. I don't know if you can hear that. So I was a teacher before I had my second child, and then I was home and needed something to get me out of the house a little bit from having a, a two and a half, three and a half year old and a six month, a six month old. So I took a job at another local paper, just covering board meetings, and it was just something to get me out of the house. I was an English major in college before I became an educator. So it kind of fit with everything I had done. And in those two and a half years that I worked there, I covered 
various different things. I covered board of ed meetings. I've covered the hunger crisis during the pandemic. I covered blood shortages and the pandemic gave me a lot of time to focus on really good efforts that people were doing, which is how I came to meet Rebecca and Karen through FLAG. And then, you know, about, I guess, two months ago at this point, I got a phone call that kind of changed (laughs) the trajectory of what I was doing, where Karen called me and said, hey, there's this opportunity. I thought of you. (laughs) Uh, And so it was one of those things that I never really planned on or thought of. Uh, And then the more I thought of it, and my husband only blinked twice when I told him about it. So (laughs) Uh, we decided to take the leap and thought it would be a really great next step. So that's how I got here. <laughs> well, just as a, a, a personal aside, I can certainly connect with what it was like covering board meetings. My first job in radio, and I don't want to make myself sound too old, but it was way back in the 1970s, was covering <laughs> board of education and city council meetings for a radio station in Elizabeth uh, that no longer exists. You met a lot of interesting personalities. You know, I would go to different towns, Rawway, Elizabeth, occasionally Cranford, Roselle Park. And uh, I'm sure you found the same thing as you were uh, covering the various meetings uh, on your beat at one time. Yeah, you know, every town and every different board has just such a different vibe, for lack of a better word right now, um, where different people show up, different concerns come out. And then, you know, but yeah, it was definitely an interesting point. Um, I met a lot of really great people through the whole thing. It was never dull. I'll say that. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, let me ask you a question. Why did you decide to go into the online news business? Obviously, Jen has a bit of a background, but do you and Karen have any experience in journalism or news? Zero, Bernie. Zero. I read (laughs) the news. Honestly, it, it seemed like a very good opportunity because the prior owner really wanted to do a lot with it, but he told me he got really tied up in his career and wasn't able to do what he wanted to do with it. You know, tap into Cranford is a great balance of great content and also advertising. So we really, really want to be able to get the news out and great content, but also be able to advertise for some of our great businesses everywhere. And we're really excited to partner with businesses. So I, for a while, will be more on the sales side. So talking to, you know, potential clients that we could partner with for advertising. So that is why I got into it. But honestly, I am involved in the community. I run a Facebook group in town. I do a lot of um, communicating with the town that way. So being able to connect with Cranford is not something that is new to me. Uh, This is just a different way to do it. So I look forward to kind of digging in and and being helpful any way I can. But for a while, it will be on the sales side. Karen, you mentioned in your introduction that uh, your day job, and and I should probably add your night job, your weekend job, and occasionally even your holiday job is serving as the director of the Downtown Management Corporation. And from what I've heard, you're always visiting downtown merchants and being involved with all the downtown activities, which kind of take place uh, every time, except maybe in the middle of the night. How do you find the time to do this with all the other things that are going on on your schedule? Well, you know, it's a lot of it's time management, but I'll be doing more of behind the scenes work, logging things into, you know, the program or, um, I would say I'm, I'm just kind of more behind the scenes in, and being able to do those hours like on the weekend or in the evening. So, but I know, you know, I, I felt comfortable going into the situation just because, you know, Rebecca and Jen understood that my schedule was 
extremely limited. Obviously my priority, you know, is to the downtown, you know, we're always finding ways to, to make this work. So I have a supportive team. That's the only reason why I could do this. We don't let her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I should mention that we're recording this at 2.45 AM. No, yeah. no, no, not really. <laughs> Jen, we talked a little bit about your journalism experience. Uh, you're going to be serving, if I'm not mistaken, as the editor for Tap into Cranford. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. What do you see yourself doing as the editor? Are you going to be out there actually covering stories or, or how do you see that role playing out? Yeah, as of now, I'm the only one covering stories. (laughs) Um, And I mean that just as we're getting started, you know, as every small business does when they get started, it's it's about getting yourself out there, you know. And so I'm out there covering stories. I'm on social media trying to find, you know, different stories that are going on. Karen has been able to connect me to the events going on, which has been really helpful but then I take it from there, you know, so whatever connections that they have, because they are very well done in Cranford, Rebecca and Karen, <laughs> because they have done so much to help the community. But once they kind of connect me, it, it's all me. I go out there, I get the stories, I chalk the quotes, I take the pictures, and then I come home and, and while I'm balancing my kids, I kind of find 15 <laughs> minutes on the computer here, 20 minutes there, typing while I'm cooking, you know, those types of things, uh, trying to get the content out there. So yeah, my job is to find the content, write the content and get the content on the, on the website. It's content <laughs> all the time for me. Well, so many journalists these days uh, build themselves as multimedia journalists, uh, even in, in big markets, they are not only reporting the story, but they are the camera person, they are taking photos, uh, they're taking video, uh, they're doing all sorts of things. Are you also involved with photography or video? Do you see that playing a role, if not immediately, uh, somewhere down the line? Um, Photography definitely does. I was actually um, at the high school today taking the Athletes of the Week photos, (laughs) so those will be up later today. But yeah, so the photography definitely plays into a role. Um, Tap Into actually is starting to make a push for videos on, on sites. And so that's kind of a big thing, cor- uh, you know, corporate wide for us in terms of the overarching goals. So it is something, but it's, it's something I'm not familiar with really at all. Like the most videos I take are of my kids playing together nicely in that one <laughs> five minute span I can find every day. It is something that I'm going to be eventually looking into and, and getting better at, I hope. And, you know, tap into has actually got training videos up for us to help as well. So it's a nice way to for us to kind of learn as we go. Well, that kind of leads into my, my next question. And let me ask you uh, about this, Rebecca, because it's not just the journalism side. As you mentioned, you're involved with sales. Uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, Tap Into is a franchise. I, I've known the guy who started it all, Michael Shapiro, uh, for a while now. It started here in Union County. And I believe they have over 90 different franchise news sites, not only in New Jersey, but also in New York and Florida. Obviously, they've got a lot of experience doing this. Are they able to to give you all the training that that you need, not just the journalism side, but how do you go out and solicit advertisers and and things of that sort? They do. Actually, Mike's a great guy. I I think he's one of the reasons why we decided to jump in because he is so incredibly supportive. He's just a really likable, nice guy, and you can really reach out to him anytime and He'll schedule time with you. They have great training. It's continuous training. He also has a TAP University that you can 
tap into <laughs> whenever you want. So I think that really works for all of us. Like Jenna's saying, she manages, you know, her home life and the craziness that can happen with small kids. And Karen and I both have full-time jobs. So a lot of this has to be done in the pockets of our personal time. So being able to tap into resources like that is very important. So yes, to answer your question, we get great training and anything that we feel we're lacking, the other tap into's because it is a franchise, tap into Westfield, Jackie Lieberman there. She's been wonderful. We've reached out to her several times. So everyone's willing to help, which is a really great environment. I've seen some of the work that Jackie does in Westfield and uh, at least of the tap into franchises that I'm familiar with. I'm certainly not familiar with all 90 plus uh, franchises that are out there, but she is uh, certainly one of the best in terms of how she's grown her site and and how they cover news and, and things of that sort. So nice to hear that you've had uh, some opportunity to, to work with her and uh, some of the other tap into franchisees that are out there. I was just going to say, yeah, I have to say um, a lot of the franchisees have been so welcoming. Like I've gotten emails saying, hey, let's meet for coffee, you know, from John Mooney of Scotch Plains Fanwood, Steve Lennox from Patterson, who that's far away from, you know, decently <laughs> far away. But I reached out to him and asked him a question and he was immediately like, yeah, let's talk. Let's do this. So, yeah, all the franchisees have been really welcoming the ones that we've met. And, you know, there's constant chats going on and, and everything and everyone's really helpful. It's been a really supportive environment overall. That's great. Well, let me ask all three of you, and all three of you can certainly answer this because perhaps maybe they're a little bit different for each of the three of you. What are some of the goals that you have for Tap Into Cranford, both in the short term and in the long term? I think for me, at least, the goal is to really get Cranford to be informed in addition to really putting out through all the good things that happen in Cranford, because some amazingly amazing things happen in Cranford. But in addition to that, just really making sure that Cranford, Cranfordians <laughs> are really um, informed about what's going on at like a local municipal level. You know, not everybody can get out to the meetings. Not everybody can sit and watch a recording of it for an hour or two. But if I can get out some information about certain projects going on around town, or certain initiatives that are happening either in education or in the municipal or, or anything that's coming out from the Board of Health, I think it's a really great snapshot of a way to be informed of what's going on. And there are tons of avenues, and I just want to provide everyone from Cranford just one more avenue to kind of get into, because it's a busy life right now. You know, it's really hard sometimes to stay informed and to know what's going on. And how many times do you say, I never know that was going, I didn't know about that. Why is this building going up? You know, like I I'd like to be able to make sure that Cranford has that news kind of at their fingertips. Rebecca, Karen, anything that you want to add in terms of, of your individual goals for, for tap into Cranford or even corporate goals? I think for me, just in, in the long term, obviously, we I have a lot to learn personally from the beginning to end. And, and I think I liked this opportunity because it was an opportunity to learn so much of something I know nothing about. You know, on the sales side, I've been in sales for over 20 years. So that's very comfortable. But I think in the long term, just like Jen said, connecting Cranford, I would love for the people of Cranford to think, okay, there's something going on and think of tap into whether they want to tell a story, get a story. I wholeheartedly want people to be on vacation and know that when they come back, they can just tap in, see what's going on in their town, whether they move away, it doesn't matter. I want them to feel connected to it. And I think that we can offer that 
So that's a long-term goal for me. I just want it to feel like home. Mm -hmm. Karen, anything you wanted to add? I think uh, Jen and Rebecca touched on most of the points, but overall just being, you know, a reliable source of information and, you know, always being transparent and fair with our community. I think that's, you know, our biggest goal, you know, again, just being a reliable source of information for everyone. Those of us who have lived in Cranford for more than a few years probably remember the Cranford Chronicle and in my case, I go back to uh, well Charles Ray when he owned the paper for for a number of years. Um, in fact, I think my mother at one time when she was in high school worked as a typesetter for for the paper way back in the day. But Bev and Stu Aubrey were renowned for the journalism that they were able to do in Cranford. They even have a uh, a journalism award for New Jersey uh, publications and and others that is named after them. But it was a little bit different then. Uh, obviously, it was before the internet. There was no TV 35. There was no Cranford Radio, unless you count the store that was actually called Cranford Radio at the time. But the difference was they would come out on Thursdays. And you had a whole week of news to catch up on. In this instant age, uh, you've got news breaking all the time. Does that present some some special uh, challenges for you, Jen, trying to make sure you can cover things that maybe aren't even planned necessarily that uh, <laughs> could be breaking news? Definitely presents, you know, certain challenges for sure in that regard. It's also, you know, it is, you have to stay on top of things. I find myself on my computer a lot more than I used to, you know, searching Facebook, searching Instagram, you know, trying to see if there's something out there. You know, we got, a, we luckily got a tip about the um, firemen rescuing Buster the dog last Friday we managed to get a tip. So I had, I was calling the fire department early and then they got back to me later in the day once everything had kind of settled down, you know, but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, I've had a very quiet Friday evening planned. And then, you know, I'm, I'm dropping my daughter off at a birthday party. Then I get an hour free. Nope. That's when the fire department called. And that's, you know, so that's when the story got written. So, you know, it's definitely an unpredictable schedule, which, you know, can create some, some issues. Uh, but so far has been manageable. <laughs> we'll see how it goes <laughs> from here on out. But um, yeah, I mean, in some in some ways, it's it makes life really fun. And in other ways, I forget that I was supposed to do three loads of laundry. So, you know, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of different things. Let me uh, mention in the interest of full disclosure that obviously I've been working not in terms of pay, but just cooperatively with Tap into Cranford for a few years now for the, the last two or three years, I think it's been, I've been doing a, a weekly headlines where we just hit on two or three top stories of things that are going on in Cranford. And then uh, we would get into what's coming up that weekend. And with the new ownership, when you took over, we decided that uh, maybe we could revisit that and see uh, uh, what we might do that's a little bit different. And we're going to be focusing more on these types of long form interviews that folks are listening to right now. Jen or Rebecca or Karen, whoever wants to answer it, you came up with the name of Saturdays with Bernie. Uh, that was not my uh, my idea. I, I thought it was a great idea. Tell me a little bit about how you see audio fitting in, because a lot of tap into franchises don't necessarily have audio as something that they're offering. I think just to speak, yeah, Saturdays with Bernie was one of my falling asleep, like, what could I call this? Um, and when can I do it? And, and things, it was one of those like, brain flashes that you get as you're falling asleep. And I was lucky enough to remember it in the morning. I think, again, it's just another way for people to get some information. Um, 
a funny story about the most recent one was my dad is in Florida enjoying being a snowbird. And I said, hey, I think you'd be really interested in this new segment. Um, and he and all of his brothers who lived in Cranford during their teen years all listen to the podcast, all want to, my dad's excited that he might actually be back in time to meet, to go to the author's meet and greet on the 23rd. And so he's really kind of, you know, so it can really span the Eastern, the Eastern seaboard really, and it can go anywhere, um, which is just another way of kind of getting people information or fun little nuggets of good things as far and wide as they would like it, you know? So I think that that's just I'm all about whatever avenues we can kind of throw out there for people, whatever works for people, then, then that's what the news should be. And if I could just add on, I mean, I think Bernie, I don't mean to make you blush, but we're very lucky that you (laughs) wanted to partner with us on this because you have a great following and I can't think of one person that doesn't have a wonderful thing to say about you. So, you know, we're just excited to partner with you on this because you know, we just think it'll be a great way to, to continue to share our stories. Well, thank you. And I'm glad that this is audio only so people cannot see me uh, blushing as he <laughs> said that. <laughs> and Jen, you talked about going up and down the East Coast. I can tell you, because looking at some of the statistics of where people were listening, it goes well beyond that. Uh, we had at least one listener in Tokyo, another listener um, in Israel. So I know that it's it's going far beyond Cranford's borders in terms of uh, the reach that these kinds of things have. That that's so fantastic to hear. Just in just in general, like just it's a warm and fuzzy feeling. <laughs> it's nothing to do. <laughs> well, I want to thank all three of you. Certainly, wish all three of you all the best as you get started on this. Like one of you said, uh, it's you're you're only a month into it at this point, uh, so uh, you're just getting your feet wet, but I know you've got some great plans and I'm certainly excited to, to see what you're going to be doing with the Tap into Cranford franchise. And thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, we've been talking with Karen Demian, Rebecca Tantello, and Jen Glacken here on Cranford Radio. Ladies, thank you so much for talking with me tonight. Thank, thank you, you so much, Bernie. Thank you so much.